In 2019, Asuron published a study indicating that U.S. residents checked their smartphones an average of 96 times per day, which equaled roughly once every 10 minutes. Okay. Now, if you thought that sounds wild, the company recently did a follow-up study in 2022, and that number (laughs) increased times four to 352 times a day. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder, digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. Before I jump into today's content, you are here for one very special episode because it marks the one-year anniversary of the Missions to Movements podcast. Last March, I started this show out of a desire to take you behind the feed of the untold marketing stories of nonprofits and purpose-driven businesses and do a little teaching as well on all of my favorite topics, from social media to paid advertising to thought leadership to monthly giving, the list goes on. Your feedback has literally meant everything. I'm talking about if you have sent me an email, if you have sent me a LinkedIn DM, talking into a microphone sitting in the guest room of my house, (laughs) you never know how an episode is truly going to come across or if it's helpful. So at the time of this recording, there are 63 five-star reviews on Apple. And my big audacious one year anniversary slash my birthday's on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th goal <laughs> is to reach 100 reviews by the end of March. Can we do it? I think we can do it. If you would be so kind after you listen to an episode, if you listen to today's episode, if you can take 30 seconds to write a sentence or two about the show, about what it's meant to you, It would mean the absolute world to me in celebrating this super, super, super special milestone. I love putting this show together. I love working with the team on it. I so enjoy reaching out and finding incredible guests to bring to you and really thinking about what would be beneficial to share with you on solo episodes. So thank you. And man, can I just say what a year it's been? Doing a little bit of self-reflecting that same week last year in March, I was going through IVF treatments and honestly living this life of super highs and super lows. And a year later, I'm now sitting here, got pregnant naturally and recording this at 34 weeks pregnant with a little girl, our miracle girl, Kennedy Ray. And we are just so, so overjoyed and very grateful. So thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends and your colleagues. So much more to come. So with that, let's head into today's one-year special anniversary episode. Hey, hey, happy spring. 
March is a big month in my family. My husband's birthday is March 1st to kick off the month. And then my mom, aunt, and I share March 17th, St. Patty's Day as our birthday. And TBD, our little one, could come at any time. So as I've been preparing for maternity leave, I've been doing a lot of research with different platforms and tools to work smarter and really provide a better experience for you in different ways that I want to communicate better. So in today's episode, I will be sharing five marketing ideas that I am either in the process of testing or using consistently in my own business that I thought could be relevant to share for you as well. So let's go ahead and jump in. Number one is many chat. That is M-A-N-Y chat. So if you are an organization that gets a lot of DMs on Instagram, responses to your stories or comments, and you wish you had all the time in the world or the staff to respond and really guide someone thoughtfully to the next call to action that you have, this is where the brilliance of many chat comes into play. And primarily, I want to say this is an Instagram platform to use for Instagram. So if you are publishing a bunch of great, valuable content on your feed, stories, reels, whatever it happens to be, what many chat allows you to do is you can prompt conversations in DMs. So for example, there's something called conversation starters to manage those requests. So let's just say if somebody messaged you for the very first time, you could create four clickable buttons to greet them in a conversation. And then based upon what they tap, which button that is, it starts this automated workflow to really fulfill that person's need. The other thing you can do, you can automate conversations with keywords. So let's say that somebody can DM you the word speaker, and then it will automate for them a speaker kit. Or if you are speaking at an event and you could tell attendees to message you with a certain keyword on Instagram to receive a free gift, then those people would enter a certain chat flow that would then give them the free gift that was mentioned. The other thing you can do is respond to Instagram story mentions. So you could set up a story mention trigger to automatically respond every time someone mentioned you in a story And then you could send different thank you messages to followers. So I'm using this primarily through the keywords function. So you can see this in action by going to my Instagram account, which is positive equation with one E, or you can click the link in the show notes and it will direct you to one of my posts specifically that shares an evergreen ads webinar that I teach. So on this one, the post itself is a reel. When someone comments, and I prompt them in the caption, when someone comments RSVP, I have created an automatic comment response to check their DMs, and an automatic direct message goes out with the link to watch the webinar. So this all happens automatically. I've created a series of different responses, so it's not responding the exact same time or the exact same way in all the comments, because that would be robotic. So I think there's four different versions that I have for the actual response in the comments. And then in the DMs, it provides a message with a link for them to go ahead and sign up for the webinar. I also noticed 
Charity Water had a DM experience to travel to Zimbabwe. So in their case, they asked people to DM them the phrase, let's go. And when you DM'd them, let's go, you were greeted with a message to view additional content. So there's a lot of really fun, creative ways that you can utilize a platform like ManyChat. And they do a really great job as well as giving you beginner examples of flows. So this might sound complicated when I'm trying to explain it verbally, but they have a very visual like step-by-step, like you do this, then this, then this, which I appreciate because I'm a very visual learner. But ManyChat is number one. If you are somebody who is looking to provide a more personalized Instagram experience that also guides someone through a specific journey. Now, Going into number two, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you use to access information all day, every day? I hope you would say your phone because that's my answer, your phone. (laughs) Something really interesting, in 2019, Asuron published a study indicating that U.S. residents checked their smartphones an average of 96 times per day, which equaled roughly once every 10 minutes. Okay. Now, if you thought that sounds wild, the company recently did a follow-up study in 2022, and that number increased times four to 352 times a day is the average, which therefore means we check our phones once every three minutes. So we went from once every 10 in 2019 to in 2022, once in every three minutes. So this is just interesting because of COVID and the pandemic. And I wonder if that would have happened if we didn't experience that, maybe. But when we talk in marketing about reaching people where they are, truly having a mobile first strategy is so important. I don't know about you, but my device is usually by my side all the time. So creating a personalized SMS, text messaging, content, and outreach strategy is number two on my list. I reached out to the team at Hustle. They are a peer-to-peer text messaging platform, and they provided some really incredible data that I wanted to share with you, specifically around SMS. The SMS open rates can be as high as 98%. They produce engagement rates six to eight times higher normally than email marketing. And consumers are more likely to open text messages before any other form of mobile communication. And it is their preferred channel for receiving brand updates. And it kind of percentages goes as follows, which was interesting. SMS was 48%, email 22%, app notifications 20%, and direct mail 8%. And if you are a nonprofit organization, I have a nonprofit fun little stat for you too, that mobile giving, and I don't think this is a shock, but also continues to grow rapidly. In 2014, the percentage of online transactions from a mobile device was 9%. And in 2021, it was 28%. And I'm sure that's even way significantly higher now. So SMS is a, I think this should be a marketing strategy that you look into, that every organization looks into and researches. 
Hustle, as I mentioned, is an example of a platform where you can send one broadcast message and then continue with one-to-one conversations. And I think that's where the power is of SMS. And if you're like me and your brain is spinning, there are so many great use cases for this, especially if you have a great segmented phone list. If you're like, Dana, I don't have a lot of phone numbers collected, I would work on adding a phone number to your donation form as optional, but also add a phone number option to any newsletter collection forms. Anywhere that you are asking for information from people, any events that you have, just make sure that you add phone numbers. People might really prefer it. I know I get at least one sales text message a day from a given brand Think about when you go into most retailers, they are going to ask you for a phone number for some sort of rewards program, right? And then you end up getting text messages. So I know last year, I can count on one hand the amount of text messages that I received from nonprofits. And most of the time, they were all broadcast messages, not really personalized. So there is a strategy to doing SMS messages right we got to think about text messaging as it's our most conversational and relaxed communication platform, right? So make sure that you are considering how you communicate when building out a text campaign. But I would say this is a pretty core strategy this year that I would look into researching for your organization. Publishing social media content manually is a hassle. And having one place to view all of your analytics is truly a game changer for easy reporting. And the best part is I have a free option for you. Later is the leading visual social media marketing platform for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok. So you can plan, you can analyze and publish content, including reels using Later. Two of my favorite features are that you can search for user-generated content with hashtags and know your unique best time to post so you can schedule in batches. There are a bunch of other cool features, but again, the best part is there's a free account option. So go ahead and sign up, get your free account, stop doing all the hustle posting manually, go to try.later.com backslash positive equation. That's try.later.com backslash positive equation. You know I love talking about Facebook and Instagram ads, so they are number three on my list. There's a chart that I share often in presentations that showcases ad spend for nonprofits, and it's this huge hockey stick that goes up at the end of the year. But listeners... (laughs) What about January through October, (laughs) right? These are crucial months to be building brand awareness, staying top of mind, cultivating a new audience, generating new email leads so that when those ask moments happen, it's not out of the blue, right? In episode 50, you can go back and listen. I talked about a case study of St. Joseph's Indian School where they brought in over 600 new email leads for less than 50 cents using social media lead generation ads. If you are curious to learn more about lead generation, I have a course on my website that guides you step-by-step towards setting that up. Just go to positiveequation.com and click on courses and you will see it or just listen to episode 50 to get some inspiration on it. What happens a lot of times with Facebook and Instagram ads, especially towards the end of the year, 
is we jump straight into an ask campaign to a cold audience. I was just doing a consulting project with a client and they had a Facebook ad going to a cold audience asking for a $1,000 donation. That is going to flop, right? A, that is a very high amount to be asking for on a social platform and especially to a cold audience who doesn't have much context around who you are. But if you are nurturing an audience over time, you are likely to see a much better success rate. I worked with an organization over the holidays where they had a very engaged audience and we decided, okay, we're going to do a donation ad to this audience, but relevant to everything that they were engaging around that month. So it made logical sense about what we were asking for. And they saw over two times return on ad spend. It was amazing. So make sure, please do not jump straight into an ask campaign. And that's what I hear most of the time when they're like, well, ads just don't work for me. That's what's happening. So if you need some inspiration, some ideas, you can head to positiveequation.com backslash webinar. And I have a totally free 27-minute webinar on three ways that your nonprofit can use Facebook and Instagram ads right now. Okay, number four is Hotjar. This tool got brought up in a recent panel that I was on as a question, and I haven't used it in a long time, but it's a good one. Hotjar, if you've never heard it before, it tracks the movement of someone's cursor and clicks across your website, creating this like heat map right? If you are in the process of redoing your website or curious where people are spending their time or maybe getting stuck, Hotjar is a really great free tool that you can use by just applying a short snippet of code to your website. And then I think you have to wait 24 hours, maybe a little bit longer for the data to populate in your Hotjar dashboard. So this is really interesting to see. Also, something that I say all the time is to make sure that you have your donation button call to action right within the header before people scroll because I bet you that is going to be the most heated place on your heat map is at the very top. And you'll be able to see if you have any navigation items, which words in your navigation are people clicking on the most. So that's number four. Number five has been a big topic of conversation everywhere. You can take a guess. It is chat GPT. (laughs) Now, I don't believe in using chat GPT to copy and paste exact language to formulate blog posts or social content. However, it is an incredible platform to use for brainstorming. So this is artificial intelligence at its best. If you have not heard of chat GPT, just Google it and you are going to get a ton of articles about it. But I want to share a couple examples of how it works in practice. So the first example that I put into ChatGPT, it's this amazing, you just can ask it a question and it will formulate a response for you. And then you can continue in that conversation and build on it if you want. So one example, I asked ChatGPT, what are five LinkedIn post prompts around thought leadership? And this is what gave back to me. Number one, share an insightful article or research paper. Number two, offer advice on a trending topic. Number three, share your own research or case study. Number four, ask a thought-provoking question. 
and get people to share their thoughts and engage in a conversation. And five, offer a solution to a common problem. And within each of those, it gave a longer description of each one. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then now another way that you can brainstorm for marketing, I asked, what are five blog post prompts to write about spring and nonprofits? So you want to give it as much data as you can. I could even say, make these funny, right? You can be very specific in your ask to get better answers. But I thought these were actually pretty good. So again, the question was, what are five blog post prompts to write about spring and nonprofits? Number one, spring cleaning for nonprofits. Ideas for organizing your fundraising strategy. Spring is a great time to evaluate your nonprofit's fundraising strategy, ensure that everything is in order. In this blog post, you can da-da-da-da, and it gives us more information. Number two, five ways to engage volunteers this spring. Spring is a time where many people are looking to get involved. In this blog post, you can da-da-da-da, right? It continues to give information. Number three, how to plan a successful spring fundraiser. Number four, the importance of spring giving. thought this was really interesting. It says many nonprofits experience a dip in donations during the spring months. So in this blog post, you can make a case for why spring giving is still important, highlighting the impact donations have on your programs and services. And then lastly, and I think this is actually very clever, spring break ideas for nonprofit volunteers. I loved this, especially for bringing in the younger generation. Spring break is a time when many students and young people are looking for ways to give back. And this is fascinating because I did an alternative spring break at UCF where we did just that. We spent our spring break traveling to a location and volunteering. So those were five ideas generated by ChatGPT. If I wanted to, I could have gone further and I could then ask, okay, what is a headline, an SEO optimized headline for spring break ideas for nonprofit volunteers? And maybe it's just that. Or what is an introductory paragraph for that blog post to kind of get you started, right? So these are my top five. I would love to know what you think. If any of them stuck out to you that you would want to test, DM me on Instagram. Again, positive equation with one E or LinkedIn if you have any questions and let me know. And guys, happy spring. This is the time to be testing, to be iterating. Look at your own individualized marketing strategy and the audience that you're serving. And maybe you're like me, where you're like, okay, how can we work smarter? How can we provide a better personalized experience? What are the things that we're doing that aren't working that we can cut out? I'm not saying that you have to add more to what you're doing, but maybe what's not working and remove that, right? And put in something else to test. So again, let me know, message me on Instagram and LinkedIn, and I hope this was helpful. Can you tell I love talking all things digital? To make this show better, I'd be so grateful for your feedback. Leave a review, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram stories, and tag positive equation with one E so I can reshare and connect with you.